Buongiorno. Welcome, everybody. Bonjour. Welcome to Do You Know What I Mean with myself, Karina, and my lovely co-host, Terry Parkinson. Yo, 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 yo. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I'm going to go buy a bottle of wine. I'm going to go have a drink. Do you know what I mean? Have I done enough? I was eating some nuts. Do you know what I mean? Right, now, what have I got to do now, then? (laughs) (laughs) So, this week, we've got a very special episode for you. We're going to talk about dreams. We have a QA and a with a very special guest, counselling psychotherapist teacher and mentor who's worked with clients dreams for 15 years deborah jarmaine my lovely mother good morning <laughs> hello so we've got some articles that we um have been interested in we've got the independent good housekeeping guardian telegraph that have all been talking about and it's been on the news about the weird dreams that people have been having at the moment um, during quarantine um, so we want to find out what's really going on so firstly I don't know if you wanted to give us an overview of your um, work with dreams or we can start by asking some questions we can dive straight in well I'd like to answer the question actually that you just raised about what's really going on yeah. so um, at the moment during lockdown um, my understanding is that because we have got less interference in the atmosphere then there's a clearer there's a clearer kind of contact to nature so people's dreams are immensely um much more vivid Mm. more expansive people have people's dreams are a lot more frequent they're remembering more of their dreams and i think that's due to you know us being much more uh, in touch with ourselves you know, this lockdown is really kind of like an inner retreat for people. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of about learning about the psyche and learning about self. So a lot of people are saying the stress could be influencing dreams as well. Do you think that's true? Stress as in being um, isolated? Yeah. So we've got here, so from the good housekeeping, mm-hmm. um, what they're saying at the minute is that um stress may also be influencing the strange dreams or terrifying nightmares you're having even if you are getting more sleep in your new schedule than you did before mm-hmm. um and it says a new survey conducted by king's college in london found that a majority of people in the uk are getting as much or more sleep now than they did before social distancing measures to expect mm-hmm. if you're still getting your usual amount of sleep why might you be experiencing these new dreams okay. um what it says here is that it probably has to do with the fact that more people are remembering their dreams now more than ever. Do you think that's true or? Yes, I think people are remembering their dreams more purely because they've got less distraction. You know, they don't jump out of bed and just quickly run and get ready for work. Yeah. They've got more time yeah. to, to kind of sit with that. And we've only got a certain amount of minutes to remember a dream usually because right. we're so busy. Um, I tend to take a more positive view than mm-hmm. that article. Mm. Yeah, in terms of you know we're much more in touch with our inner world rather than it being a stress stress induced reaction yeah i think it's much more of a kind of inner world reaction actually we've got much more time to spend with ourselves understand what's going on and and you know spend the time interpreting what we've uh, dreamed about the night before jung believed that we're dreaming all day you know carl jung believed that we're actually dreaming all day but because we're so busy with the kind of outside stimulus that we don't realize it so mm. kind of 
go along with that for you too. <laughs> yeah you said a lot of stuff there so good so maybe take it like back to basics so like for like me and Karina we'd probably say to you like what is the dream then so what where where do you start with that some people believe it's just processing thoughts I suppose that's partially true what is your take on a dream I think it's made up of a lot of different components. You know, we're not just a mind. People tend to kind of live their life from their neck upwards. We have actually got a body, mm. you know. So yeah. I think that, you know, we've got memories. We've got um, anxieties. We've also got hopes. And I think our dreams are, you know, partly genetic, partly recall. Mm. Uh, you know, it's just an accumulation of all of that. And um, that was really interesting what you said about yeah. genetics. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to ask that. What, yeah. what do you mean? Well, we are, you are, we are a product of two people coming together. So, right. you know, genetically, we have genetic memory. Okay. You know, in our uh, DNA and our RNA. Um, so, genetic, there's a genetic memory imprint. You know, and we've been a, been a therapist. You work with clients where there's intergenerational trauma or intergenerational mm. memories you know you are mm. the product of everything that's ever happened in your ancestry before yeah. you yeah yeah it makes sense because like if you think about it like you are passed down the all the physical features from your genes and but nobody ever talks about the internal the emotional side or features yeah, that you're yeah, passed down mm. so if you're passed if you're passed if your body has Passed in the physical side of things, why would it not pass down the other side of things? Yeah. The emotion, mm-hmm. thoughts, the feelings. Why would it just skip that out? Because we don't skip that out in everyday life. So, mm. well, we have a genetic imprint at birth. So, we're mm. going to carry that forward and that's going to feed into our dreams. Yeah. That's really interesting. I really like that. And then, what was, what was the second thing that you said? You said memory, obviously, memory recalls. Yeah, say. memory recalls. So, anything, so that's ever ha- that. well, anything that's ever happened to you. Okay. So, yeah. you know, if you have kind of unprocessed um, experiences, or and it tends to be the more negative experiences, yeah. um, you know, you, you're going to kind of, when you go to sleep, you're going to try and um, come to terms with those so okay. dreams are dreams are part of a way of kind of you doing that also releasing some of the anxiety and some of the kind of um trauma-based events in your life because with dreams like they make to us when we're awake they make no sense they're crazy aren't they people are like yeah. a crazy dream like this was mad this happened like it doesn't make sense mm. like why do they make no sense why does there seem to be no logic in it well, I think there is. Right. You know, I think that if you okay. sit down and you really, really, if you take a dream, and yeah. I know you've had some dreams, people have given um, you some dream interpretation. And we bring that up later. But if you really sit down and you look at that, there, yeah. is, there is always logic to it. Right. There's always logic to it. It always makes sense. It's, it's kind of an it's a, um, unexpressed part of you that you may be a very quiet person, but you're always angry in your dreams, or you're always taking action yeah. in your dreams, because that is part of your personality as mm. well, but you may not express it when you're awake. Yeah. So, yeah. to me, there is logic to it. Yeah. You so, know, it's just fascinating. It literally, they literally take you into, like, another world. Like, see, Freud believed that everyone in your dream is you. Yeah, so tell us a bit about Freud. So, yeah. so Freud's, Freud's interpretation. And he's, like, Freud and Carl Jung, they were both involved in your background and your in training in your training quite heavily yeah and yeah. i know that you refer to them quite a lot and yeah so sigmund freud's dream interpretations i mean they've both done, done immense work on, on on dreams yeah 
he believed that we were everybody in the dream yeah which was a split off part of the personality trying mm. to communicate with each other yeah so in freud's in freud's world it was the kind of repressed parts of nature that were coming out in dreams whereas carl jung believes that the dreams we dream because we speak in words we dream in pictures so okay. the dreams are archetypes so you might be dreaming about your own mother okay and you're thinking oh i'm having a dream about my mum but you might have actually say had a disagreement with someone that day and um if you've got a disagreeable relationship with your mum then the mind will pull down an archetype of disagreement okay. so it doesn't necessarily you're dreaming about that person mm. It, you're dreaming about the actual subject matter instead so the mind goes on what it knows uh and what do you mean by that so you were saying about how it pulled the archetype of the mother because for, for argument's sake the relationship with the mother was disagreeable so the mind's the mind's pulled on what it knows yes pulls it pulls down the the immediate archetype yeah so it's like here we are disagreement so okay let's pull down this this archetype mm. of my mum because that's a person that I, I have the most disagreements with right. for yeah. example um but it doesn't mean that you're dreaming about her okay. whereas people go oh I had a dream about my mum it may, may not be your mum may not be, yeah people yeah. take dreams literally, literally when they should be symbolic yeah yeah Almost. symbolic yeah yeah because it's symbolism and okay. it's archety archetypical so what's the difference between so you said about Freud and you said about Jung so what were their two different takes on it what's the difference between them both well carl jung believed that dreams were a necessary part of development of what we call individuation which is the development of the personality okay. yeah and that we were dreaming all day but we just didn't we just weren't in tune with it okay but if we quiet the mind and we learn to quiet the mind through meditation or relaxation or yoga or whatever you know somebody could do it gardening that we actually will get much more in touch with that as we're busy doing something else mm. kind of moving okay. ourselves out of the way freud believed that all our um repressed um aggressive sexual desires desires yeah, yeah were part of the dream right okay and are they both right in different ways? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're both amazingly intellectuals and before their time, you know, okay. they, they changed the face of the human experience. So him saying you're, we're dreaming all day, what does he mean by that? Well, that, we're, that dreams are going on all day. You know, right now you're dreaming inside, inside our side okay. key, but because we're occupied with the outside stimulus, okay. you know, we're doing this podcast, Karina's listening to us, we're listening to her, that we're taking no notice. Right, and that's why some people daydream a lot. And yeah, and does that... I absolutely agree yeah. with that. <laughs> you do, yeah, absolutely. Is that you do? I can, well, yeah, how, I'm listening to you, but at the same time, I'm in my own world, mm. yeah, just thinking yeah. about something completely different. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you're saying. You know, you're kind of like in both places at the same time. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. All day, all day, and all night. And does that again? Does that relate to? us having a conscious and an unconscious so is that is that what dreaming is is it because you're unconscious when you're dreaming mm -hmm. so yeah i mean you are kind of unconscious when you're dreaming right. although um you know i think that you've just got to see it as two different types of experience of of, of your life mm. some people believe you're more conscious so, when you're dreaming and when we wake up we actually don't wake up we fall asleep <laughs> okay okay um but you know how people, some people say that they just don't dream mm -hmm. and they don't remember any of their dreams. Why yeah. is that? 
usually because they're very very busy people right yeah because i'm not remembering okay. any of my dreams at the minute and you've been very busy during yeah, and I'm, yeah and i'm tired a lot yeah so i yeah. everyone i'm speaking to is have dreams that they're remembering they're like i'm having all these crazy dreams i haven't had i can't really remember mm-hmm. any dreams over the last couple of months mm. at all whatsoever mm. right okay yeah yeah so, so i'm super tired yeah. or and and people tend to think that we have lots of dreams in one evening whereas mm. you could be having one dream but just remembering snippets of it okay i always heard that um dreams don't last more than two minutes so you'll okay. have a dream yeah. for like two minutes and mm-hmm. then it will like wake you up and then you can continue dreaming but only for as long as two minutes so is that well, not not as far as i'm aware you have two or three minutes to catch a dream if you've ever woken up i mean i've done it because i keep a dream journal but if you wake up and you catch a dream Mm. if i I start writing about that dream when i when i've just woke up i can i can four or five pages later i can still be writing because there's so much detail Mm. but if i go back to sleep and try to remember it in the morning i'll only remember you know tiny little snippets of it Yeah. yeah 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 I mean, I had a crazy dream last year when I went to a friend's wedding. Mm. I was in Scotland and um, I had this dream about Carl Jung, actually. Yeah. I walked into this department store with um, my children, Terry and Sam. And I went, I walked upstairs and they went into this little kind of dungeon place. And I just went upstairs at the top of the stairs. Carl Jung was standing there and he, and he ushered me into this classroom and it was a, it was a, it was a, a lesson on um uh com- mathematical computations what's and that I, so it's like i walk in this classroom and i'm like no i don't belong here because I, I don't know what you're doing i can't do this work i don't know what this is and he, and he said well that, that's why you need to sit down and I sat there and I was sitting there for hours and hours and hours. And right at the moment when I left the classroom, he taught me the secrets of the universe. And I was like, my God, I've got it. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> so I've opened the classroom door and as I've walked out the door, it's completely gone. Right. The whole thing had completely gone. Yeah. And I'm like left bewildered. So I go down to find Terry and Sam and they're, they're in this kind of attic place in this department store that also had a garage in it car garage and they're dressed up in clowns outfits oh my god i hate clowns me too so I'm, I'm like i'm like get the clown outfit off like that's terrifying to me. <laughs> and then we start running away because all these like costumes start coming alive and i start running <gasps> to the door and there's these like glass doors that open we run outside and carl young's waiting for me and he said come this way so we walk to the left yeah and then he puts us in a car and we're sitting in the car with members of our family you know, and it's kind of like, wow. But actually, when I spoke to my supervisor about all of this, yeah, um, and because he's really good on dreams, and he's like, okay, so this is you being that kind of curious mind that you've got. You want mm. to know what the meaning of the universe is. Mm. So that's just your dream kind of uh, connecting with you in that yeah. way. Yeah. And what, what happens in a dream, apparently, is that you're, you're getting the message of the dream, but you also things that are going on in the dream to distract you so it's whether you okay. are distracted so the distraction mm. was me looking for you two can i stay with the message of the dream or am i doing the shiny penny and chasing it 
you know, like, mm. oh, I want to watch, what's that bit about? When actually that's got no relevance to what the dream's yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you go as far as to say every dream has a message? Or are some, are some dreams, because I've met someone before that has told me, I've met a, like a spiritual guy before that told me that some dreams are just meaningless. They are just the brain's way of just processing rubbish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't say they were meaningless. No dream is meaningless. Right. But some, some have more meaning than others. Right, mm. okay. And I think that people that do a lot of inner work and quiet work and meditation can have what they call prophetic dreams. And what's that? So that's where you could get a, a, a really important message through. Okay. Or somebody might, you know, might somebody might have seen a plane crashing into a building just before 9-11. Yeah, so like um, I've heard of things you, you may or may not have done before, Karina, but I've heard and read things when people have collective dreams and yep. the same dreams. Yep. And yeah. And people from... Yeah, people from around the world have, are having this like the same dream, dream yeah. at different times. But how um, and why and I, I just can't, that's real. I just can't yeah. believe that that actually happens. Yeah. Well, Carl Jung spoke about the collective conscious and the collective okay. unconscious. Okay. That actually, you know, we that. well, not really. I mean, as far as dreams are concerned, it's like you know we're tapping into something that's in our consciousness. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so it's like as soon as one person thinks of something, yeah. everyone has the potential to pick that up. Mm. So, you know, that's quite a natural process. We okay. think that we're just, it, you know, Western Western society brings us up to believe that it's just all about I. But actually, you know, we are connected to everybody, and yeah. everyone has is having a human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, it's like when they well, look at the minute. Like I said, to you what's been going on at the minute. I have had so many coincidences. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm having the 11-11 keep popping up. I'm having the 22-22 yep. keep popping up. I said to you last night, keep thinking of things and they happen. Like, how yep. do you explain yeah. that? You know, it's because you're putting those thoughts out there, so you're attracting them back. And, yeah, it's out there. It's yep. out there to... Well, I listen to a guy called Thomas Sheridan, who's a great, he's got a great YouTube channel. Mm, and yeah. he's, um, he's done a lot of work on dreams. He's actually did a, he actually did a dream series at one point. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, and he also talks about how, you know, and, and I go along with that. So I listened to a guy called Thomas Sheridan that done a dream series, which was really interesting. And I think you really good. Might, have, might have took part in that. He done a whole series on what that might mean, what that might not mean. The reason you see numbers, it's a very spiritual thing that you see numbers. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, meaning behind numerology, symbology. Yeah. 11-11 is like four lines. When you start seeing 11-11 and you start seeing numbers like popping up, you know the universe is like, hello, yeah. like exactly. wake up, yeah. hello, I'm here. I'm right here, yeah, I'm trying to it's tell not- you something. Yeah. yeah, like hello. Yeah, yeah absolutely, sure. absolutely. Sure. Mm. The universe is trying to let you know that it's listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mm. always get that where I'm like, I just think about something, and then something else pops up, and I'm like, oh, it's a sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm nice. always like that. I'm like, so wow. True. Yeah, so true. A lot of the time, though, when you uh, uh, get eleven eleven, if you think about the eleven eleven, it's four lines. Yeah. Mm. So you should always be aware of what you're listening to or what you're thinking about at that moment. Okay. Because four okay. lines, if you put them together, it's a box. So yeah. It's squared off. So it's something just saying, yes, that is that is correct thinking. Yeah. Oh wow. If okay. you think about it like that. Yeah. So okay. it's like you know. That's this, so this, interesting. A lot of there's a lot of meaning. You yeah. know, there's, we could do a whole kind of podcast on yeah. numerology <laughs> and symbology <laughs> and numbers. But you know, in dreams, it's quite significant as well. Yeah. 
And going back to what you're saying about the dreams with um, Thomas Sheridan. So tell us about um, just what you was going to say about like the collective dreaming when I was saying about... Yeah, the collective dreaming and actually what's going on right now in, in, in isolation and in lockdown and what this means. You know, it's, it's you know, he talks about there being kind of two two trains of thought at the moment you know you can have the kind of fear-based one where people are scared yeah we're worried about the future um you know it's like what's going to happen to me after um lockdown's over and you've got the other people that are just stepping into the flow of their life Mm. and stepping into the flow of your your life being much more in tune with yourself much more in tune with nature and actually your feedback system is going to be very different than if you're sitting in front of the yeah. telly for eight hours a day. Yeah. Listening yeah. to that kind of like um, programming on everything, mm. all the negative stories that are put in the news. And yeah, it is an awful time and people have lost loved ones. But it's, but, but we've also got, there's magic in the air. And he talks about there being magic in the air at the moment. And I kind of go along with that. Mm. And that's why people are having collect, much more collective dreams, seeing symbolism what about the what about the ref um people keep saying a lot about the repetition at the minute so yeah um, women seem to be experiencing um dreams where they feel like they're locked in a house and then i think men are experiencing dreams where they're running down a corridor or something like that people, people, where did you where did you a lot of people have been saying that to you yeah not to me people have been saying it online yeah. or wow. news, like they're having this yeah. recurring dream well like, you know that. i'm i'm kind of going to go off on a rant here but you know <laughs> I've been working all the way through lockdown but when I look out my window yeah. and look at everybody that's sitting at home and in the garden it's the women that are doing yeah. <laughs> you know it's the women that are doing the gardens yeah. it's the women that are doing this I even commented to my son you know look we've got next door that side next door that side two women over the over the road all the women were out busy in the garden mm. and the men are sitting outside having their lunch or having their beer or whatever they're doing and it's like Maybe women do feel like they're locked in the house yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And maybe men want to run away from all that's <laughs> going on because they wouldn't normally be at home that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah men Definitely. are struggling with it more, aren't they? Like in terms yeah. of being at home, oh my God, they're all trying to get out. It's mad. And you're finding that too. <laughs> you're finding yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Even my dad, like he mm-hmm. he's just like, nope, there's no such thing as lockdown. I'm going to go. Bye. Right. Like, irrelevant. <laughs> like he will find something to do. He will find yeah. something to do. Whilst That's my mum's like, no, nah, I'm all right. Yeah. I've got to make mm. do. I've got to crack on. Yeah. And a lot of, I know a lot of young lads that I've seen on social media that have broken the rules ages ago that were going on bike rides and stuff earlier on like boys just seem to be more rebellious and just seem to be just going against it a bit more than women do and then yeah women find that they're stuck at home or in the house or doing everything but going back to what you said about coincidences you know it's another thing that Carl Jung said there's no such thing as a coincidence okay you know it's synchronicity you know it's like the universe is shouting back at you Mm. You know, there is um, there is there is meaning to that coincidence. And again, you know, coincidences or deja vu's. I keep getting a lot of deja vu's. You had a deja vu the other day, didn't you? Oh, I did have a deja vu. Something happened in a conversation, and I. Oh no! I was going to ask a question. Why? Why mm. do we get deja vu's? Why? Why yeah, do we have what, that experience? What is it? What is a deja vu? I'm dreaming awake. I think right. Dreaming awake. You know, that's what. But tell tell me a bit more about the dreaming awake thing, because to me. When I'm when I'm dreaming, I'm asleep. When I'm awake, I'm awake. 
I'm going to read you a quote from Carl Jung's Collective Works, Volume 10, Paragraph 317. Dreams are impartial, spontaneous products of the unconscious psyche, outside the control of the will. They are pure nature. They show us unvarnished, natural truth, and therefore fitted, as nothing else is, to give us back an attitude that accords with our basic human nature when our consciousness has strayed too far from its foundation and run into an impasse. Wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, there's a, I, I suppose I would call him an, an illumined being. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he the only, was so clever, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he was the only one that therapied himself out of a breakdown. You know, a lot of his books are around his own experience. So of, he had a breakdown mm -hmm. and he therapied himself out of it. So he got himself out of it. He got himself it. out of it. And okay. that, he, he is the only recorded um, experience of that. Right. Because oh, most wow. often than not, we need the third per the second yeah. person to be sitting yeah. opposite us to mirror what's going on. You know, he... he define like a breakdown. Well... It's, you know, I've used Every, that word, but I mean, actually, I always consider it to be a breakthrough. Through, yeah. It's a, it's a moment in life where you're... And I love that. I break through. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I tend to use that with my clients. You know, when they come down and say, I've had a breakdown, I'm like, right, okay, what have you broken through? You've broken through some stiff construct of the imagined self mm. that doesn't fit in with your reality anymore. So it's almost like, you know, the kind of... The, 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 the tower symbol in the tarot where everything crumbles and actually we then have to rebuild it but actually what we're re rebuilding is something much nearer to our true nature okay. and not this kind of social constructed personality that we think we've got to be from a and having a breakdown link, links into mental health though doesn't it, it right does. so yeah but again define mental health to me i can't like you would know more mm. about that than me i yeah I mean, in my, in, in the, I mean, I started training. Your mental health is the health of your of your mind. Yeah. So 26 years ago, I started training. Okay. And mental health was seen to be something very, very different then. You know, the DSM-4, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, which lists every single um, medical condition, psychological medical condition, um, was probably about the half the size it is now. Whereas now, by the time we get to the DSM-5, yeah, you know, and that's like the medical yeah it's what psychiatric psychiatrists yeah. and psychiatric fields use um we have loads more diagnoses now than we did 26 years ago mm. yeah. you know whereas you might have had say like schizophrenia and there'd be like eight different um symptoms yeah. to it each one of those symptoms can actually be broken down now mm. and given a name um so you know, it's like, what is, what is a breakdown? What is, what is your mental health? You know, it's yeah. mental well-being, really. Yeah. Mental health, you know, it's, and how you feel like you can function in the world. Yeah. I wow. think that's more what, what I would. I feel like I could smoke a spliff and look at your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel so calm right now. I know. I'm I feel like I could listen to your dog all day long. <laughs> <laughs> That's what old Joe does, doesn't he, on the podcast? We should do it one time. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, amazing, amazing stuff. Like getting back the dream mm -hmm. yeah maybe we should give a couple of examples yeah, but, yeah um, no yeah go on then yeah should i tell so, you mine yeah you go for it let's go start with yeah. your screen no there was one actually which um mm -hmm. 
tonight, last tonight, last night, I had a different version of this dream. So I always have this one dream, right? Where it's like I go onto the London Eye, but it's not the London Eye. It's almost like a massive roller coaster. But, and I'm like strapped on, but barely strapped on. And I'm literally terrified for my life, like holding on as hard as I can. And it's going round and round and round. And like, I know that at the end, I'm not going to die and I'm not going to fall off. But I still have that massive fear there that that's going to happen. And then basically, last night, I had another version of the stream, but it was like this acrobatic guy that was on the wheel and um my whole family were there and they knew that i was scared to go on like he was holding these ropes and you have to like swing on these ropes and my whole family knew that they were um that that i was scared to go onto it and they were all laughing and i was like nope can't go on it and it was like this huge building afterwards so we ended up on this massive building and the guy was just going round and round and then it ended up that my he grabbed my sister instead and my sister was going round with him but i was lying on the floor and he kept um trying to pass me and kept trying to grab me with the rope but i kept going from side to side trying to avoid it and mm-hmm. that was basically it. And then I woke up. So I never actually went on to the ride this time. But the ride was different. So how long have you been having this dream? I've always had this dream. Maybe for about three years. It's like repeat. It's, I just randomly get it at random times. So what happened three years ago in your life? Oh, I don't know. So it's, is it a repeat? What's it called? A repeat? Repetitive dream. Repetitive dream. Repetitive is it a repetitive dream, dream Karina? What changed three years ago in your life? Is it recurring? Do you have this? Yeah, option? it is recurring. Yeah. Right. So um, what happened three years ago? Well, maybe. Well, I know that two years ago we graduated uni, so that would be yeah. like a change, wouldn't it? But you said three years ago. Yeah, I know, but it might be. It might be less mm. than. I don't know if it was right. three years ago because three years ago okay. I would have been at uni and. Yeah doing whatever i wanted to do <laughs> so what was it, what's the feeling when you woke up from this dream is it different every time or is it the same feeling that's the oh right, no that's really i'm always part. like thank god i'm always right, so you always... believed it's over yeah absolutely so it's a feeling of relief yeah yeah so is there any fear when you first wake up and then relief or is it what is it no it's like you know when you um i just always have to like catch my breath i'm always like <gasps> And then I wake up and then I'm like, yeah. okay, it's done. And right, then I move okay. on. And then I just... So what, what, what do you feel like something has happened maybe that you were hanging on for dear life, trying to get through? And now you've got through it, you might be seeing your sister go through it. Ah. Yeah. What? So, awesome. so like, so I finished uni, my sister's about to start uni. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. No, you didn't know that. You didn't no, know I didn't know that. No, you <gasps> didn't know that. So it was something that you felt like you were like clutching onto. This is a roller coaster. And being at university is like being on a roller coaster. It's like it has its ups, it has its downs, it has its pressures, it has its fun moments, it has its scary moments. Am I going to pass? Have I done enough work? Have I got the time? And then now it's like, oh, it's not quite me, but I'm watching it. It's my sister's now being grabbed by this funny man. Yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah. And also as well, Karina, like that was you you are so independent as a person and when you even before uni but 
like going to uni for you correct me if I'm wrong like it was a real probably mark of adulthood for you yeah absolutely it was your first time away properly from home it was your real independence it was you moving to the next chapter of your life like it could have been I don't know I'm just thinking outside the box because I know Karina yeah no absolutely where I was just like that was the first time where I'd like it I was funding for myself no one else was funding for me apart from student finance (laughs) and and that was and that yeah and then that was it that and then my life but also the other part of that dream which is interesting for me is like you knew you weren't gonna die you knew you were gonna survive this yeah so for me that tells me that you had that inner knowing that inner belief but everything around you was questioning it yeah maybe everyone around you was questioning whether you were going to survive whether you could manage it whether you could go through the ups and downs but you had that knowing that you were going to be okay yeah yeah absolutely the the dreams kind of going here like this is kind of like what's in the what's in the cult consciousness of your family maybe or friends or yeah maybe you were like no i'm gonna do this i'm stoic i'm gonna survive this i'm not gonna die so right that is exactly that was my trail of thought that was literally when awesome. I was at uni, that was literally what I was like. There we are. That's so there you go. So that's, that's a dream so for you. So you're just trying to process what's in there anyway. Yeah. That's, that wow. was good. That's yeah. really that interesting. Good. That's yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now you know. Now you I know. know. Now I and know. You can this tell, like it makes dream. sense for you. Mm. And now I bet it's going to be a different dream now. If I dream no, it again, it's going to be different now because right, now I know. I'm really interested in who this kind of crazy type character is that grabs Yeah, you. well, he's what? never. Tell me about that. Well, that's the thing. I think, do you know what? I was about to say he's never appeared before, but actually, come to say it, he has. Not in every single one of these dreams, mm-hmm. but I do remember one time he was the person, I can't see the face. I can mm-hmm. only see a body, just like mm-hmm. literally just dark skinned, tanned, acrobatic guy that's the way i can only mm-hmm. describe him and i do remember once he was sat on the roller coaster next to me mm-hmm. but he was fine he was strapped on comfy mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. round whilst i was holding on for dear life okay so try this if you can i'm going to invite you to close your eyes okay and i'm going to invite you to go back into the dream this is a little bit like what happens in the film. <laughs> this is a little bit like what happens Sorry. in the film inception because you can go back into your dream okay okay so go back into the dream at the point where this person is is with you or is about to grab your sister so where mm. is this person in relationship to you right now um flying on the ropes on the london eye okay and, and what can you see of this person are you far away or are you near him um, well, he's swinging from side to side, so he goes. He's really far, and then he comes close, right yeah. next to us, and then goes back up the other side. Right. So what I want you to do is see the bit where he's swinging, where he's nearest to you in the middle, and yeah. freeze that frame. Freeze okay. that frame in your yeah. mind. Now, what I want you to do is go up to that figure and look at his face. Okay. Here is him. Yeah, but I don't see his face. Do you know what? He's got a moustache. He's got a dark moustache. Yeah. And he's dark haired. So you do see his face, but you're just but not... I don't see... The, yeah, I don't see the eyes. I don't see the nose or anything like that. Okay, so go up a little bit closer. Okay. But I still... Yeah, 
I don't know who it is. I don't... Who does it feel like it is? I don't know. I actually don't know. Okay. Okay. How did he make you feel in the dream? Safe or scared or... No, I'm scared of him because I'm always on a roller coaster with him. Okay, so who's dark-skinned with a moustache that you might be scared of? Or apprehensive about? I don't know. I don't have anyone in mind. Mm-hmm. I've only got my dad or Tom that's like my well, okay, male. So dad or Tom dark-skinned? Yeah, dad's dark-skinned, but I ain't scared of mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you concerned about his opinion of you? Always, yeah. Ah, right, okay. So it doesn't mean that you're scared. That I'm pl- trying to please. Is that what it feels like? Almost, yeah. What, kinda... in the dream? Yeah. Do you know so what I mean in terms, of, in terms of being like, in terms of being like, oh, no, I'm fine. Right, okay. So you could be trying to please in the dream rather than being scared. Okay. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not saying this is right. I'm just trying to explore it with you. Yeah, no, I get it. Right, okay. Can you go up to him and touch him? Yeah. Go up and touch the person. Okay. What happens? Nothing. He's just still. Remember also, he's upside down. Oh, right. Okay. Like the hangman in the tarot. Yeah, because he's upside down because he's on the rope. So when he comes swinging, he's upside down. Right. Okay. I didn't know that. So again, that's an archetypical type symbol. So that's kind of like in the tarot, you get the hanged man. The hanged man means that you're going to see the world in a different way. Okay. And that's exactly what you just told me you did. You went to uni and there you were, this independent person, knowing you were going to survive it. So it's a perspective of your life. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you have to kind of, I don't know the meaning of your dream. Mm. You know the meaning of your dream. Yeah. But sometimes we just can't access it yet. That's amazing though. Mm, mm. That's but, you know, so if he's upside cool. down, which I didn't know until you just said just then, you know, that's a different that's a different thing than someone just swinging from a rope. If they're upside down, I would definitely take that as an archetype of the hanged man in the tarot. What does that mean, though? Karine doesn't know what that means. Do you have to well, the hanged man in the tarot symbolises, you come to a point in your life where you see the world from a different perspective. So if you turn it upside down, then your world turns. You're looking okay. from a different view. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah, that was incredible. Right, okay. Do you feel like you've got clarity, a bit more clarity? Yeah, absolutely, like? absolutely. Totally makes sense. Sick. But you can go into your dreams. If you can remember them, go back into them like if you, the next day and you can go up and touch people. And sometimes the whole dream will morph, the scene will completely change. Like the dream Inception, yeah. you know, there's some truth based on that, that film. Mm. A lot of truth based on that film. Mm. I love Inception. It's yeah. So good. Mm. Yeah. It's so good. Amazing. So what, what's the truth based on that then? On Inception. So you, you can dream, when you're dreaming, you can dream that you're dreaming. Right. So it's another layer. Yeah. So you can dream of a dream of a dream. You yeah. can just keep going deeper and deeper into the, the unconscious mind. Yeah. And um, you can, I mean, I've done it before. I've gone into a dream when I've been thinking about it afterwards, touched a building and the whole scene is morphed. Mm. And again, like somebody whose face I can't see, if you touch them sometimes, suddenly their face appears. Oh, wow. Mm. So what other dreams have you got? So I've got a question 
well not a question i've got we've got a couple of dreams so the first one i'm going to read you do you want me to read it or do you want to read it yeah go on then which one are you reading so we're going to read one of our friends dreams yeah so this is valentina's dream yeah go um, on then and yeah we're going to share her name because she's happy for us to share so valentina said i had a dream last week where i was at home here in the uk and i was with my boyfriend my house wasn't a proper house, like there were no walls, and I could see right in the street in front of me. Basically, I saw a woman in the street, and she's scary. Her face is deformed, and I can see her going around with a bike and checking every house. Then she knocks at my door, and I'm super scared. She says she needs to check my house because it's haunted. She comes in, and she goes straight to the stairs. In that moment, I freak out. I say, Tao, I say, Tao, run out. That's her boyfriend. We're trying to run away. She runs after us. I wake up screaming in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. She said, this is quite scary. She said, also, I really want to stress the fact that whenever I have a nightmare, since I was a kid, the bad person in my nightmare has always been a terrible face. Always. Like super deformed, but very realistic. Mm -hmm. Like a super, super bad drug addict, let's say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was Valentina's dream. So go back to the beginning. So I had a dream last week where I was at home here in the UK and I was with my boyfriend. My mm. house wasn't a proper house. So the house usually is a depiction of the mind. Okay, cool. Yeah, so in a dream, that makes like, sense. dreaming about water, it's usually emotions, generically. If it's a house, it's about the state of your mind. Yeah. Now okay. she's saying that she's dreaming about a house with no walls. Mm. So maybe she's feeling like she's got no privacy at the moment. Right. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. This is kind of like, you're just, yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to make some sense of it. So it's like maybe she feels exposed or there's no privacy and that everything that she's doing can be seen. Yeah. That's how I would take that. I'd also be interested to ask her. I wonder if she's downloaded the Track and Trace app on her phone. Probably not. Um, or she's thinking about it because it's obviously like someone's checking up on us. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of that at the moment, isn't there? There's a lot of like, Needing to know where yeah. people are, if you've met, yeah. it could be the potential of everyone's got traffic. Well, she's trade. Italian, so she's here in the UK and her family are back in Italy. Right, okay. So she's obviously experienced a lot of missing her family, yeah. etc. And so, separation. So she's here in, in but, but London. There's a, there's a scary woman on a bike. There's a scary woman on a bike. So she yeah. says, basically, I see women in the street. She's scary. Her face is deformed. And mm -hmm. I can see her going around with a bike, checking every house. Mm -hmm. She then knocks at my door and mm -hmm. I'm super scared. She says she needs to check my house because it's haunted. Mm -hmm. She comes in and she goes straight to the stairs. In that moment, I freak out and I say to Teo to run. We're trying. So the stairs would also depict the, um, you know, you're going up to the, up from the unconscious to the conscious mind. Right. Mm. Okay. So maybe there's a feeling. Again, I'm going to come back to the feeling. You need to ask, ask at the interview yeah. to see what she says. But maybe there's a feeling of. Um, her unconscious being exposed okay or maybe needing to explore a consciousness more um and the scary woman on the bike yeah you know what does that mean to her she's I like can't... we're trying to run away she yeah. runs after us i wake up screaming in the middle of the night mm. so there's no getting away from something there is no getting away from something right, right now okay so is she feeling a bit claustrophobic is yeah she feeling, you know again i've got to come back to this privacy thing yeah don't know because she's not here but yeah you know that's what and I her boyfriend's in it she says to Teo to run out to run. So. so there's a feeling of terror yeah in there there's a feeling of fear and something really scary is chasing her yeah 
I've kind of asked her what, what, what's, what's she feeling scared about right now. And, and also, since she was a kid, the bad person in my nightmare has always been the terrible face, always, like super deformed, but very realistic. Mm. So she's always experienced this face. This is the face is the recurring thing for her. It's difficult because, you know, we were imprinted with so many images from birth via the television and yeah. films and different things. You know, we can see a film and that image can stay with us for the rest of our lives. So when we're scared, yeah, the mind just pulls that image down. Yeah. Mm. And you can think, oh, why do I always dream about that face? But actually what it might be is something that, that maybe traumatised her when she was a little kid. Or she might just at times where she's feeling a bit unsure or nervous mm. or a little bit fearful, the mind could just pull that down. Yeah. To say, this is how you're feeling. Right. Okay. Wow. That was good. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Cool. She'll be happy with that. So this is our friend, Anna. So she had a dream. I put, she put, yeah, I had a dream that I knocked half of my bottom line teeth right behind the other half of my bottom line teeth so they became wonky i've had dreams similar to this before about me knocking out a tooth or one falling out mm -hmm. i love teeth so maybe it's one of my fears about ruining my teeth okay <laughs> yeah that's interesting because it's about her appearance mm. you know how does she see herself in the world right now is that changing mm. teeth can also sometimes represent the loss of somebody yeah um or the fear of losing somebody so I would again come back to ask her, you know, how she's feeling in her life right now. Yeah. What's going on in her life right now? Yeah. Um, and also maybe the face that she's putting out to the world is changing. Yeah. That there's a transition yeah. going on. So it's like, you know, you knock out one layer and there's another layer underneath. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would kind of like, like say, you know, what transition is she going through? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm. I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I've had ones about teeth before. I've had them quite regularly and... And you've told me before as well, it's, it was like in situations where I felt like you don't really have like much control over, mm -hmm. um, maybe when I felt anxious in mm -hmm. the past, mm -hmm. like my teeth, I woke up before my teeth were all gone mm. and I hated that, like mm -hmm. I literally hated that so much, but I love my teeth as well and I remember I woke up with me crying once and all my teeth had fallen out mm -hmm. and it's the scariest thing because it feels like, yeah. mm. you feel like it's real. Yeah, yeah I teeth, you, go, sorry. Go no, I was just going to say that I have the same thing, but with my hair. So okay. I'll have a dream that like someone's cut my hair or something, and that's my biggest mm -hmm. fear. My biggest fear is like haircuts or something, and I just oh, have a dream okay. that like half my hair's gone, or it's wow. on the floor or something, mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow. oh my god, yeah. Yeah, you see, your hair is an extension of your nervous system, so. Um, you know, I would again come back to you and say, is this at times when you're feeling nervous about something, mm. which mm. is different from feeling anxious? Mm. Are you feeling nervous of something? Are you, you know, is it a time, if you can try and remember, is it at times when you're going through certain things in your life? Mm. And then there's a fear of like, there's a nervousness, maybe wanting to okay. cut away the nervousness. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And also I your hair is also, um, you know, the, 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 the Red Indians, Indigenous um, Americans, that's why they don't cut their hair, because you're cutting away your history. Oh, you know, they say yeah, you cut yeah, away yeah. your history when you, you know, it's like when people, women, <laughs> example, um, when you go through, women often do it, you know, go from having like really long hair, they'll cut their hair really short, because it's kind of like cutting away the past and starting yeah. anew, and starting yeah, fresh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and it is, it is an extension of our nervous system. 
that in in the Vietnam War they would they would use uh, Red Indian trackers with long hair because scientifically there's evidence to prove that your hair when you've got long hair mm-hmm. you pick up on the sounds and the noises around you quicker. Oh wow! Short hair. Yeah. No way. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I used to have a dream when I was younger, and I can't really give you much detail because it's a bit foggy now, but I always used to have a dream about a giant coming mm-hmm. in and stomping on the house, and then I'd run to Nanny Cat's house, and then the giant would stomp in the house and be looking for me, mm-hmm. and then I'd run somewhere else, and it would try and find me there in the house. Right, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and sometimes if I had the dream, I feel scared, but other times I wasn't that scared. Right, okay. Yeah, but I don't really have much more detail to give you than that right okay yeah. i would kind of say who made you feel small at that point in your life oh, who was yeah, making you feel so. small that you i was only annoyed. young i was only yeah. young yeah it's interesting it was at nanny cat's house yeah yeah so were you feeling you know what were you feeling not being at home mm, interesting it's only at nanny cat maybe yeah but i never felt like that no not not then, with them two yeah but maybe there was something going on that something felt enormous to you yeah that you had to run away from yeah maybe not that I can remember though no but yeah. also you know you kind of dealt with your mum and dad's separation mm. Nanny Cass your dad's mum like were you aware of that when you were down and not there? realizing not realizing it, it. yeah, yeah. And it's a giant thing that is yeah a child, and I was a little it? kid yeah. yeah yeah and I've and I've and I've imagined it as a giant, like that's a very mm. kind of kid-like thing, yeah, isn't it? Giants in kid films and kid yeah. stories and stuff like that. So yeah, that would kind of make sense. And sometimes you're saying it was like the BFG, the big friendly giant, and yeah. other times you were scared. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I used to love BFG as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> 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 I used to love BFG. I was just dreaming about it. Mm. Mm. Um, I've had dreams before where I've been like flying around in space. Mm. And then one time Lady Gaga was next to me. Oh, and wow. I was flying around with her, like going through all the planets, like Venus, Mars. And then I remember flying back down to Earth. And it was a really wild, like crazy dream. And I was like, then on the slide, it was literally like a movie, like, mm-hmm. a, like the best kids movie ever. Like you'd be so, you'd be so sick if you could do that. Mm. And then I was on this water slide and I was back down to Earth. And that's it really. Well, you, that, <laughs> for me, that is your astral body. You actually did that. Yeah. That's, that's mine. There's no interpretation. And so what's, what's that, what does that mean? Well, your what's, astral what's body. Ast- yeah, what's an astral body? So well, your astral body is what, you know, we have this physical body. Yeah. And yeah. we think that's it. We think that's it. We think we're just kind of this physical body. Is that body. the same as lucid dreaming? No, lucid dreaming is when you are aware that you're in a dream. Okay. And you have a certain amount of control over that dream. Right. Okay. But the astral body is like when you go, when you go to sleep. Yeah. There's a dimension where your astral body, your mm. ethereal body, which is not made up of skin and mm. bone and blood. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, where does your mind, when you're dreaming, mm-hmm. where does your mind go? Because, like, people think, oh, your mind is just all in your head, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then you fall asleep and you have, you have essentially, like, a story that's told to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you see that like a movie. Yeah. It plays out like a movie. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yep. that's really yeah that's crazy to think about you ha- mm-hmm. you have a movie in your head mm. yeah so what happened like do you know i have a client I have it's a hard client to... currently who, since lockdown she is having she can recall at least five or six dreams a night wow right wow her dream life is 
so vivid and oh so active um, and she's trying to work it all out and it's like we are writing a story together mm. yeah know, and she's sitting in, in therapy and, and, and usually you know like Jungian, Jungian analysts mm. can sometimes ask clients to bring dreams as often as possible it's not mm. something that I do unless the client brings it mm. but she literally every single week is talking about dreams and dreams and dreams and she's like writing this book mm. um and she lucid dreams and she astral dreams mm. and like very very rich in a life that's crazy mm. like mm. i don't feel like i've had i could probably recall like bad dreams probably more than good dreams but i suppose that's because you remember the bad ones don't mm. you because they kind of stick with you but i used to have really vivid dreams but i don't really anymore like mm. i said maybe because i'm tired or I did a dream workshop once in London and um, what we had to do is everybody arrived at the workshop and we all had to, if we could remember, we all had to collectively share our dream. Mm. So everyone had to write a little bit down about their own dream the night before. Mm -hmm. mm. And what actually happened at the end of it was there was a collective mes message for the group. Really? Is, again, going back wow. to the indigenous wow. Americans, the Red Indians, they used to do a lot of like their ceremonies with dream yeah. work and it really yeah. was quite apparent you know it really was quite apt for the weekend like, the red indians were all about dreams like that's mm -hmm. why you look at pocahontas and yeah. the, the film disney's so like symbolic there's so mm. many symbols in it it's very dreamlike yeah but i mean also you know you've got to look at Poca pocahontas and the film avatar are the same really it's yeah just an they, evolution they based yeah avatar based a lot of it on pocahontas yeah but also avatar is that is what we do when we go to sleep we walk we step into our avatar yeah. mm. and we can fly or we what can... was the collective message what in the dream yeah. workshop yeah um exactly i'm kind of paraphrasing now mm. but you know there was a lot of like anticipation like wondering there was a lot of bewilderment because people didn't know what they were going into mm. doing this dream workshop it can mean different things to different people <laughs> and it was also like that that was there was a kind of like level of excitement about there was a there was a kind of energy that was being brought to the weekend yeah. but it was just the message just was like the anticipation and excitement and wonderment and bewilderment of what was about mm. to happen mm. it actually came out what so it? what happens in the dream workshop if you can talk about it are you allowed to talk about it or well i've done a few i've done a few dream workshops um the last one i went on was about learning how you go back into the dream like i was saying to karina we can go yeah. back in and you can touch elements of the dream okay more um but there's you know there's kind of training organizations in london that do these workshops all the time yeah um, really on. really interesting yeah i'd recommend anyone yeah. to do one yeah amazing what a great way to mm. finish it off that was i lovely know that lovely was great. Thank you for having me. When's the book coming out? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you Just need thought. to write one. Don't you, Dan? Amazing. Mm. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you for having me. Not a mean girl. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's probably the first episode where we've like hardly said it. I know. I know. So I've been. I've just been listening. I've just learned so, so much. Yeah. Good. So great. Good. Thanks. Thank you, Thank you so much. Right. Thanks. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. It was an listening. amazing one. Eek. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media. It's all, do you know what I mean, with an underscore. It's all linked down below. Yeah. The Instagram, article, Twitter, Facebook. Yep, the articles that we have used, they will be linked down below too. 
Um, mm-hmm. If you want to email us any of your dilemmas, anything that you want to talk about, please do on do you know what I mean at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune, Tune in, in next, next week. week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.